right, all right, all right. It's 2020, new year, new name. Welcome to The Crispy Business, bringing you all of the crispy, the crunchiest business from here in the not-so-bad-feeling South Florida. Crunch, sizzle, crunch, sizzle, 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 crunch, 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 crunch. It sizzles and it crunches. It does. It's a it snaps, it crackles, it pops. That's right, because it sees it in 2020. Because it's 2020. <laughs> and I would like to welcome you to my sugar walls, Anthony. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into uh, Sugar Rush. My name is Brian. S-U-G-A-R, jump into your racing car, Sugar Rush. My name's Joe. <laughs> I'm assuming this isn't the reference it is, but I'm going to go with, uh, and I will wreck it all. <laughs> <gasps> that goes good with mine. That was good for all of it. My name is Jen. Yay. Yay. Like, there's no way this is breaking into 2020 in the most awkward way. Mine is a Sheena Easton song. See, I knew yours wasn't the sh- vagina. I knew it, oh, yours my. wasn't Wreck yeah. It Ralph. So you are gonna wreck it. Yeah, ours were both the yeah, Sugar Rush. Were Wreck-It Ralph. AKB48 yeah, song. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would be like Sugar. Da, 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 da. Oh, oh, honey, honey. honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. But in my head, I'm seeing the Pussycat Dolls version. But yeah, mm-hmm. as, as and you And not heard, the Riverdale version? The, that's no. the Pussycat Dolls oh, version. Yeah. They were the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, that's saying right. it. But uh, yeah, as J- as Anthony said, new year, new us, new uh, crispy business. Crispy business. The crispiest of all business. Just so you know, whenever we say it, we all come sliding in in our socks and underwear. That's right. Possibly <laughs> Jen might oh yeah through a wall on accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's the one who falls <laughs> every time. That's right. She's going to fall. So oh, much no. head trauma. <laughs> and now we don't have to compete with that goddamn baseball podcast. Uh, eh, we'll see. Yeah, I hope not. If we're going to find out that Crispy Business is also like, it's just this is actually a tater talk then podcast. Then you know what's going to happen. 2020, I'm going to start kneecapping motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you took our name that you already had. It's time for you to go. <laughs> it's time for you to go. <laughs> you slim, swim with the fishes and concrete galoshes. But uh, also, you might have also noticed that we were we did not have an episode last week. Uh, that's because we were just going so in on the doomsday clock. Uh, we just decided, you know, we're not even going to tell anybody that it's delayed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be delayed. And then uh, it's totally not because we had parties. And, also, and Jen was work. obliterated drunk. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Jen specifically. Jen. Oh specifically. yeah, only me. Uh huh. <laughs> Is it not because of you? <laughs> no, it is 100% my fault. Because she was obliterated drunk. Yes. Like demolished. I, I, I don't feel like that's what happened. She <laughs> was on not even any of our roofs. Topless, screaming, I am the Snyder Cut. I am the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Find me on Vero. I don't remember any of that night, so uh, that's a little terrifying. There you go. Yeah. That is terrifying to me. Explains you are uh, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Explains all the bruises and I fell off the roof. Yeah, it's, it's for falling off the roof. We'll go with that. Oh no! <laughs> I need a topic change. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you already had a top change life. at that night, but you know, let's go with the topic change. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, let's get on to the comics here. I guess that's what the crispy business is about. Crispy, crisp, crispy, crunchy, snap, crackle, pop, motherfucker. <laughs> this I mean, is I, a snap, crackle, bop. 
Oh, oh uh, I was about to say, I'm, I'm glad because like that other one was copywritten, and I don't know if we could use that. That's why it's Snap, Crackle, Bop. All right, all right. That still might be too close, but we'll roll with it for right now. <laughs> snap, Crackle, Bop. There, that's that's ours. It, it, yeah, it's totally how you say it now. Snap. <laughs> Is it because it's S-H-N-A-P? Is that snap. What okay, I got you, got you, got you. Uh, so the yeah, most let's, crispiest. Let's get most into what crispiest. we've been reading. With the crispiest of the most crispy. Most crispiest. Most crispy. Uh, Anthony, what have you read this week or the last couple weeks? I've read a lot of stuff the past couple weeks. Some of it we're going to talk about another time. So today I'll talk about Donny Cates' Thor. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, With a costume that I can't fucking stand. But I I actually can't bitch about it because it actually has an Aiden story reason. Yeah. Basically, it's it's just Thor, now that he's the All-Father, kind of being the All-Father. Yeah. He's like, ah, shit. Like, the all Odin didn't go out and do hero shit. That's what I did. Uh-huh. He ruled the kingdom. I guess it's my job. There's a really cute moment where Thor's calling for the hammer, and it's sailing through different parts of the realm. And it drops in front of Tony Stark, because he's like not doing good with calling the hammer. Which, to be fair, hasn't had Mjolnir for a while. He's had a bunch of other hammers. So Tony writes on it. It finally gets to Thor, and it just says, you know, enjoy your retirement, Thor <laughs> and Sharpie. <laughs> um... But Loki even kind of comments, like, you, you've never grunted while picking up Mjolnir before. He's like, you okay? He goes, yeah. And he, like, throws it at Loki and then stops it. And Loki's like, how did you stop it? He goes, I'm the All-Father. I have all that power. And then fucking Galactus crashes into Asgard <laughs> while mi- wi- missing an arm. <laughs> like, he's kind of just being, like, him and his brother, like, little brother, I have the All-Father. All-Father power. Blah, blah. <gasps> Boom. Galactus crashes ass first into Asgard, missing an arm. So they're like, what the hell? And he starts talking about a, the Black Winter is coming. Okay. And I'm like, I wonder if this is since it's Donny Cates. Oh, and it yeah. is. Okay. Because they summon all the other heralds. And then who walks in but the Black Silver Surfer. Nice. And he goes, oh, it's this shit. It's this goo. <laughs> um, it's going to kill you. Uh-huh. And then they go to fight it. Thor tells Galactus to lean, to kneel to him. And Galactus mm-hmm. is like, No. But because, he goes, I've seen this before, this Black Star, Black Winter. Mm-hmm. I've seen it twice in my life. Both times I saw how I would die. He goes, the first time was when I was Galen, my human oh, form. Yeah. He goes, and I died as reborn as Galactus. He goes, and the last time I looked into, looked into it, I saw you kill me, Thor. He's like, so if you're going to kill me, we're going to kill this thing first. So he uses the black goo and some of the power cosmic and the black stuff that's on Silver Surfer and creates Thor's new costume. He is now Thor all-father, Herald of Galactus. Interesting. Huh. So the costume has an in-story purpose. It also is very clear that this is going to be for this arc. Yeah, yeah, It will yeah. not be his costume. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but Donny Cates just came out of the gate swinging, and I loved it. Yeah, because his, his costume almost looks like it's, what, uh, Infinity? Is that who the, the A little bit. Is? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when Kitty was exposed to the Infinity Door back in Guardians of the Galaxy when mm-hmm. she also had that. It reminds me of all of that. It yeah, reminds yeah, yeah. me of the way Silver Surfer looks right now. So it, since it's all connected... Oh, it makes sense because it's written by Donny Cates. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and apparently <laughs> he's been... The reason why he ever did this stuff... You know, we all kept thinking this is part of... Since it did deal with the symbiotes or whatever. Like, oh, this is part of Absolute Carnage. Just no, I did this because I knew a couple years ago I was going to do this. So I've been using that to lead into this while I did this other thing. And I was like, damn, man. <laughs> that is why Jason Aaron picked you to succeed him because that's the same kind of shit he did. I mean, this is like the universe is in peril, my man. Like you got you got Null coming back <laughs> in got, a bad way, in a terrible way, um, and then you got you know this stuff coming on too, the negative verse, yeah, or whatever the we've hell got the, called, the, yeah. the 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 cancer the cancer verse coming. the cancer verse, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Then now the there's this yeah. other thing that looks like it's tied to, but also different. You know, just in case you beat one. Yeah. Um, it was just cool seeing Galactus like fall into Asgard and like missing an arm, <laughs> and like it shows it, all of the other heralds are there. That's awesome. Which is really cool because like, I know Joe has this. I've read a lot of the Galactus shit. Yeah. All of the heralds are at that table. Oh, that's so great! All of this. It's like oh shit. Uh-huh. Half of you, more than half of you, are lame. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read <laughs> this book now. Oh, it was yeah. good. It was good. Yeah, more than half of them are lame. That, that is very true. That's why they always go back to Silver Surfer. <laughs> Yo, dope. Nova was dope too. Nova was okay. Nova was okay. Well, Nova's dealing with his own weird shit. Uh, so he's not here. So it's like fucking Cosmic Ghost Rider. <laughs> yes. It's a bunch of crazy ones. Because Nova's like, it looks like Nova, when his book launches, is also going to be dealing with the Cancerverse stuff. Because it looks like all the Nova are dead now. I miss but Frankie, that's in the right? other book, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, uh, Thor number one, Donny Cates. Swing, it. Swinging. It's snap, crackle, bopping. Oh, man, no, that's not going to stick. It's crispy. That's, that, thank you. That's crispy. It's crispity crunchy. All right, not soggy. <laughs> Definitely not soggy. It All doesn't right. have a soggy bottom, <laughs> as Mary Berry would soggy say. Soggy bottom, boys. All right, well, speaking of soggy bottoms, Jen, uh, what did you uh, read this week? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Brian. It's just, it's just, you know, I'm going on a theme this week. Oh, I don't know why, but it is. It's funny. <laughs> All right. So um, this week I read issue one of DuckTales. Ooh. Woo-hoo. Um, it was Wow. Fun. Uh, that was the best. That's half-assed, Jen. That's why she's a soggy bottom. God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the crispy business, Jen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the crispy is your ass because we're setting it on fire. <laughs> Trying to make it not soggy. All about your business. <laughs> Just every part of my life. <laughs> Roasted and toasted. That's right. Oh, my God. So what, the most. Let me tell you about this kid's comic. Yeah, tell us about this kid's comic, <laughs> DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the whole premise, it's very much a standalone in um, story, you know, in the verse of the new cartoon, uh-huh. same uh, drawing style, very easy to pick up on. Nice. Um, and it's, I mean, a little bit, I really enjoy the, they nailed I, the art style. They yeah, I know. really, really nailed the art style. <clears throat> um, I, I was a little bored, but then again, it is obviously a kid's comic. Um, I think the cartoon's a little bit more witty than the comic was, um, but the whole premise is that you know they are they're traveling around, they crash on, a, on an island, and then they get it all fixed up, and they take off again, and then all of a sudden, Launchpad McDuck is the best freaking flyer. Huh? I thought you were gonna say dead. Yeah, I, know, I thought you were gonna say dead. <laughs> no, all this... of a sudden, Launchpad McDuck shows up, fucking dead. No, <laughs> La- kids the, comic. I feel like I feel like Launchpad McDuck being dead would be less of a shock or than McQuack. him. Launchpad McQuack. Oh, sorry, McQuack. Sorry. That's fine. Um, he, <laughs> um, he, they get back to the place and he lands. And they're like, what? <laughs> you landed? What What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. We're what? not. We're not dead? Yeah. And then he proceeds to all, then he's like, oh yeah, no. And then he's the best bicyclist, motorcycle rider. Wow, he super ski, looks like ATV. Gizmo Duck right there. Yeah. He, yeah, no, he, I thought the same thing, but, um. He is the best, like, pilot, driver, whatever. And um, what, and they are kind of, they're kind of freaked out. 
Uh-huh. But and at one point he's like, you know what? I'm actually going to leave and I'm no longer going to work for Scrooge and I'm going to go pursue my career being an awesome pilot driver, blah, 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 like mm-hmm. full time, show my gifts to the world. So he's pizzazzed. Yeah. Uh, turns out um, <laughs> the island they landed on was home to shapeshifters who Ooh. look like booger boogers. They, uh, that's, they, <laughs> no, that, you're right, or, you're right. or earwax, whichever one. Oh, they I like look, boogers. Booger ducks. Yeah, booger they're ducks. like booger ducks. Um, and they shapeshift. And they're like, oh, so, you know, it was actually our cousin who wanted to, you know, leave the island, really experience the outside world. And um, we just, Launchpad McQuack is chilling in one of the caves watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> so they um, convince him, they're like, hey, and so they you know, realize, oh, we got to get our launch pad back. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, hey. Do you? I know. Do you? But, yeah, you do. Well, the th- yeah. I mean, you the, do. Like, really, like, in reality, like, Scrooge McDuck has all this money. He could literally hire anybody who's anybody else who's a better pilot than Launchpad. Right. I think Scrooge McDuck doesn't need him, but the family and no, all no, their I know. family. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. in reality. In reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they convince. I say that knowing I love Launchpad in yeah, the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. So they convince Booger uh, Launchpad that he Booger misses pad. his family and he should just go home and give up all of his dreams. And so he does. <laughs> that was it was so, a little weird they weren't like hey you should pretend to be literally yeah, like why else. can't he still like is there a rule that Launchpad can't be out in the world while Launchpad's out in the world why can't he's like yeah you're my twin brother Launchpad yeah <laughs> like that. I don't know like um, uh, moral of the story kids like if you if you pursue your dreams and are really good at them just give them up yeah. because you know for family obligations. For family obligations. Give them up yeah. some stranger wants you to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your family I, loves you. I understand home. they did it because they don't want it to impact the continuity. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then have, like, people be like, but where's the second launch pad of my duck? Um, so he's, they wrap it up, and it's all, yay, friends, hugs. Um, it's all right. It was a, it's not hugs for pad, Booger Pad. Well, yeah. I know, right? He's at home Apparently, crying to himself. He learned how to be that good through video games because they have Wi-Fi on the island. Um, it, it's very much a kid's book. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. I don't follow the story then. Why would he think the world's awesome? Yeah. So <laughs> he has the internet. He knows it's not. You, your only contact with the outside world is the internet. Then and you you're know like, it's not I love that. I want to go experience this. You're a sociopath. Means he man. wants to kill someone. Yeah, yeah, right. That's how you know it's a children's book because that was literally anything else. They would just be cursing obscenities. And <laughs> First thing he did was download a grinder and killed some dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would think grinder was literal. <laughs> <laughs> So that is the new DuckTales book. Nice. Yeah. Not a spicy good, top good. is, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> How uh, uh, On the crispy scale, is it like crispy? Is it just like kind of snappy? I don't know. It's a bit of fizz. Is it Mrs. Field soft? Is it no. stale? No, it's it's like a taped cookie. Like it's a crispy cookie, but it's not. It's a little crumbly. It's a little crumbly. Okay. All right. It's Fair not enough. for me. It's not for our age group. It w- I'm sure it would be a... It's definitely meant for the younger viewers of DuckTales. All right, cool. Um, yeah, but it's still seeing... continuity. The art is like, yeah, basically the same thing. Yeah, I was about to say like the because you you were flipping through it as I was looking yeah. at it, and yeah, that that's one of the things I actually really liked about the the Rick and Morty comic as well. Like they do, you know, the animation style mm-hmm. as I think as well as you can in a comic book without actually copying it. It's the same thing, but the Zim comic I like exactly. Too. It's yeah, yeah, basically yeah. the yeah. Zim animation. Yeah, I mean yeah. it is. Co-drawn by John Vasquez, but yes. still, 
it oh, translates yeah. well. I, I like when they do that with comic or with cartoons or any sort of adaptation to comic form. I hate when they Agreed. go like a completely different style. And, and they like, don't always why? like the Incredibles comic looks nothing like the Incredibles. Yeah, like, <laughs> something that's special. If it's so visual like that, it yeah. needs to look. It, it needs yeah, to. I do like that the art looks like it. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, nicely done there, Jen. Uh, I will go next. Uh, this week or last couple of weeks, I read Count Crawley number three. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, number three of four. Nice. Um, Count Crawley. The oh, the art looks better. Oh yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. Was I just imagining that? Yeah. No. No. no, no it looks it's better definitely now. better. And they, I didn't hate the art report. The art just got better. I'm like, well, oh, there's yeah. shading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they definitely put a little <laughs> bit more work into this. They're uh, like, oh, shit. People like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where we left off is there is a uh, uh, Frankenstein's monster that was attacking her. And uh, so she was able to stab its hand off. Uh, <laughs> but unfortunately, said hand <laughs> falls into the car. And the hand is basically becomes like it. So, or the thing, sorry, yeah. thing. Um, so it starts like walking all around and whatnot and waits one for idle hand. Yep, well, idle hand. It, on a scale of possessed, uh, disembodied hands. Yes. Is it from the thing to evil dead? Okay. Uh, the th- or, yeah. So from right now, it just looks like it's thing. Okay. It looks like it's just trying to get back um, maybe to Frankenstein okay. himself or Frankenstein's monster, I should say. Uh, so it's it's pretty great. Uh, she ends up meeting the original person who came up with the uh, Count Crawley show. Cool. And uh, she like meets him in a uh, in an old folks home. <laughs> uh, he like splashes like holy water on her because she you know he thinks that she's like a witch or something because <laughs> the way she looks. Because yeah, well it's not just that. It's just that he knows that all these supernatural things are real. Mm-hmm. He hasn't explained why yet, but he knows that they are. So he was like, no, I, I like I. I physically thought you were a witch, like an actual witch, and this would have like disintegrated you. <laughs> so, <laughs> old man is not playing. Yeah, he is not. So he, uh, so she ends up like talking about how she shot the werewolf with like silver and did this other this other stuff, and he goes, "Not that's not gonna work. That's just what they tell you. So that way, it's just a story. It's just a story. They're telling you that's so that way. They think you think that that works on them, but it completely doesn't." <gasps> And, that's uh, great yeah so oh, i love it I, I know they did that with an, something else to another movie where it's just like they're just lying to you that doesn't do anything well that's kind <laughs> of what happens in the book series and movie series for interview with the vampire they're like the interview in the first book and the movie's like crosses he's like oh we just say that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like mirrors nah i love looking at myself <laughs> I, think, I think it might have been underworld maybe i'm thinking no underworld silver works no, 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 no silver works you're right, you're right silver you're right, bullets you're right, you're which right. are like in my head were the coolest yeah, Things I forgot like what that. it was, but there was something but you're right, that there was, was the exact same thing. Uh, was it Hemlock Grove? Oh. No. Well, no. No, no, no. It definitely was a Hemlock no, Grove. They no, were no, heavy. No. And then um, they oh, yeah. Them. It was the the BBC one. What was that one called? Uh, the BBC that went to uh, the Almost Human. No, not Almost Human. Being, uh, human. Be- being Human. Yeah. Maybe it was that one. I can't remember. Because mm, he, he didn't. I do think the vampire in that one did go out during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. It was, yeah. a, there, was a whole, there was a whole circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. I like that though. I would like to watch this. I like reading it. I would love to watch this as a Metalocalypse style cartoon. Exactly. Yes. I would love to see this as like a like a short thirty minutes or you know twenty three minute whatever the hell it is uh, show. Uh, so she ends up like swiping the book from the old man and uh, fig- tries to figure out how to actually get rid of things because this book seems like it it knows what it's talking about. Uh, and then the very end of the book. Uh, uh, winds up. She winds up at a crime scene because she knows that uh, what happens inside of it is not exactly what happened. 
So, and then it, the very last page, just like the last ones, where it's just like, um, uh, yes, there are consequences indeed, dear reader. Consequences for all who don't heed the warding of the fates, who fail to follow the guidance of the sacred texts. And who don't turn in for the next chapter of the Sinister Saga, Monsters Everywhere. So I like that book. Yeah, it's, it's not, a fun little thing. Not the only time today we'll be talking about a disembodied hand. That is correct. Ah. We'll talk about that later on today, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, uh, book is still great. It's only one issue left that I'm, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward. I hope, like, there is more Count Crawleys. Like, yeah. this one's just the reluctant midnight monster hunter. And the next one Yeah, like, maybe, like, every year we get, like, maybe one a year kind of, like, uh, amulet we get, like, a new Count Crawley. Yeah. Uh, like, this, and, and like you said, the art has gotten much better. Not that the art was terrible before. No. But it has most certainly gotten more love and attention to it. I look forward to selling people this graphic novel and knowing that, like, you're going to have a blast. Oh, yeah. Like, like if you look at the uh, cover, his face yeah. on the cover is almost exactly what it looks like <laughs> inside the comic. Well, it's like the page you opened up to when I first noticed it was this next page. And I'm like, whoa, the shading is really good there. Got yeah. better. Not that I didn't like the art already. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's uh, Count Crawley, number three of four. So now that just leaves you, Joe. What do you got? I read something I was really looking forward to reading because it looked a lot like Nausicaa. And I think we were all talking about it when we saw the book. Uh, it's called Drifting Dragons. It's a manga. Uh, and <clears throat> it the interior looks much more like Laputa and Nausicaa, but the story itself is, is about uh, these dreadnought-type ships that are sky ships. So they're basically kind of sky pirates, and they, they take down dragons, and they sell the dragons uh, for meat and for oil. So it's, not Nausicaa. It's not Nausicaa at all. <laughs> they are not about saving these things in any way, shape, or form. Fuck them. Yeah, like, oh, dude, it's it's Fuck very... Em, um, you know how uh, in, in uh, Stardust, how they were bottling lightning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. basically those sky pirates. I was about to actually go to that. That's what I had in my brain. That's what yeah. I was going to say, it's, yeah. It's almost like a Nausicaa monster hunter. Oh, like, it is. Oh my god, could I play that? Right? I, oh. I would hunt catching the living ohm? shit up. Catching, wow, cool. Oh. You think a lot better of us <laughs> catching it home. So, like, up, up, essentially, it starts off, and I, I, I can only explain the way the dragons look. They do not look like traditional dragons. They look kind of like slug amiibo, like, ami- like no, no, yeah, they don't. I know, I you know what they kind of remind me of is, um, oh man, There's- axolotls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah. just all of the Definitely all of the dragons that. look very, very weird. That's a that looks like not, yeah, that's a vagina. That's a little eldritch horror then. Yeah, it was, vagina. It's Cthulhu. It's very. <laughs> some of these are that's very Cthulhu. So like, I I will say the the story seems to Jen's center around. It. Oh Jesus, it's terrible. <laughs> Literally um, every aspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 dragon hunters themselves uh so it seems like it's like they are truly considered like pirates so when they when they take a dragon down and they bring it down to a town they have to sell all of the meat and all of the oil and it's it's about how they make the oil and how some of the dragon hunters are not even hunters they're they're, they're pirates they really are some of these guys are really good at their job so they have to like it's like harpooning a whale unfortunately is like that kind of mm. the, the way they go about doing this they follow them in the clouds they harpoon them they kill them essentially and then drag them into a town and then the town doesn't want them there because the town's like nah you're just going to bring other dragons down they're going to see a dead dragon carcass and they're going to come down and destroy our town so we don't want you here but we want to take all your stuff so yes please give us the meat please give us the <laughs> please let us have all that fuel and all the so cool it's like bones the wild stuff. west but dragon it, clouds it, it, it's yeah. very Can you imagine being like a kid you're in a farm you're working Guy clouds above you doesn't don't, you don't even know harpoons the living shit out of a dragon. You're just sitting there just whoosh, right shit like 
blood and bile rains out on you. You're just like, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's it, it's pretty it interesting. Cool. The, the the look of the book is fantastic. It uh, the main guy in the book that you kind of are following. He is real good at his job. He's good at like smelling the air and knowing a dragon's there, and like taking a harpoon and then throwing it at the dragon, and then going down on that rope and killing the dragon. While they, you know, it's very weird. Classic manga. You're either following the best or the worst. Never the guy right. who's just good enough. Right. Yeah. This guy <laughs> is really good. And then there's a girl who's a new dragon like pirate person. Oh, and there's the there worst. Yeah. And she's real not good at this. So she is trying to learn kind of how to do things from him. And everybody on the ship is. It's not like they're an indentured servant or anything, but everybody paid to get trained uh, so they're paying back a lot of like when they make whatever their cut of it they're paying some of it back and, and then they can eventually get off and do the, yeah, right and yeah, do whatever they want yeah, and yeah. there's so there's this guy there's the main captain dude who's really great there's uh the chick this blonde chick that's like the chick you know, who's the audience who's the yeah, yeah who is the audience and then there's another blonde chick who's just really pretty and has giant boobs yeah, that's and, what you, every every manga well, yeah. one of those. And she's super quiet and she doesn't really talk. She's got like those slant, like those sharp Spoiler eyes alert. that mean she's, she's always a dragon. Uh, she does love dragons, and that's why. Like, oh no, yeah, she <laughs> loves dragons. Like, like they're all like, why are you here? Because she's like, she's like, I obviously love dragons. She talks very <laughs> quietly. You can tell like this character is made to be the character who just stands in the background, and everyone's like, why is the big boob lady not doing anything? It, it, it's very. It, she's great. She, she's great. She's there to look at. That's what they're paying her I for. I have no problems with her. So, <laughs> Until uh, one day, she saves the damn te- whole whole book. I, so, so by the end of this, do they like... Because uh, like, I feel like the way that you're describing this, um, that this book could go, could go one of a couple of ways. Uh, the one way I'm thinking about it is that they realize that the dragons aren't like bad or something like that, and that they might want to not take them down anymore. I don't think that's where this is going okay okay so i'm gonna stop you there okay in the between each one of the chapters of this manga they actually tell you a recipe of how to cook the dragon Uh-oh, and yeah. what the guy the, yeah yeah uh, they're, they're not stopping this eating dragon it's just right, gonna cool. be the adventures of the dragon hunter like, that's yeah. one of the ways they could have so, gone yeah as far as we know i think there are three volumes so far that are slated to come out okay mm. um and where this one ends actually is a decent like if you were to stop a, reading a book it's a decent ender um, but it really is just about the them trying to go to towns. It's about them catching dragons. Uh, there's a small dragon that gets caught in the sh- like caught somewhere on the ship, and it like bites people and it infects them. And oh damn, it's like weird zombie dragon. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. Best thing about that, however, so the dude that likes to eat dragons, literally the only reason he's on the ship. He <laughs> you know he doesn't care about anything but eating dragons. Okay. So he is like super stoked when they talk about this dragon or this thing that bit their captain and the captain's arm is swelling up. They're like, all right, we're going to have to go catch this thing. So he takes the, the cruddy blonde chick with him to go catch this thing. <laughs> he kills it before it gets a chance to bite her face off. And it's like its face opens up like a parasite. Like okay. it's insane. Like dragons look terrifying in this. Okay. Uh, he kills it. And then he's like, well, I mean, like nobody's going to want to buy this for anything. Let's just go eat it. And there, she's like, yeah, sure. I guess we can get away with eating it. Sure. Why not? And so they bring it to the, the chef. The chef cooks it up. They eat it. They're having a great time eating it. And then someone bursts in. It's like a royal person who bursts in. And is like, hey, has anybody found that dragon yet? Because we need to give that back to like the person it's supposed to go to. It's, it's very rare to have a dragon that you can actually have that's tiny that fits in a cage. So like we need to find them because that dragon is, is completely priceless. We're going to make so much money on that dragon. And the two of them are like stuffing their faces like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh no so it's it, it, it ends in a cute place it, it very it, it's a pretty darn good manga it it did make me feel really weird when they were sending giving you the recipe of how to eat the dragon and how to create what they created uh-huh. in the book it's, it's a little i love Time cooking manga dragon. yeah it's it was a little <laughs> it was a little Try weird yeah I, I do like how this is a little bit of a thicker manga uh it's a little bit of a bigger manga as well so oh, i do yeah. like how the the art does seem to lend itself to that type of size as well it did 
Yeah. So, all right. I also would have never pegged that being what that book was about. Right. That mm-hmm. cover. No. I well, was not pegging that either. <clears throat> it's only 13 bucks. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Oh, uh, and this is going to be a Netflix anime. Experience the adventure that inspired the new Netflix original anime. That makes sense because wow. I was like, wow, I could see this being an anime. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it was on the back. That makes a lot of sense. Or, I read the back. Know, the front for the for for us. Life <laughs> <laughs> right. in the clouds. Nice. So what was the name? Drifting dragons. Drifting dragons. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for our individual comics. And now we'll go to our book of the, uh, I guess, last year. Let's just go book of last year. Last couple <laughs> of years. Last couple of years. Uh, Doomsday Clock. Finally. Num- finally, number 12. Not so crispy. Of 12. Um, it's something. Um, okay. I, I wasn't, sh- yeah, it was okay. That's the thing. It was, it was okay. Um, I don't, s- I get how they, how this would have tied up the universes together. Yes. If this came out in a timely fashion. But even then, not. Not really, but I'm assuming he changed. He had to have changed this over time. According to him, no. Which is according that's to impossible. him on Twitter, because I had to. I had the same thing you yeah. had. I'm like, this had to have been altered over time. This was part of the original outline. The way this ended is how his outline ended. I can sum up the entire book for you. Tell me if, if you feel this. Uh-huh. The entire book is basically summed up by the one piece of dialogue in this, and they're like, and uh, everyone's reset the um, atomic clock back to zero, so we're good to go. <laughs> they talk about resetting the atomic clock, and they're like, the yeah. doomsday clock's been set back to zero, so we're all good. And that's exactly, it's like, oh, okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> wow, you were not worth the time waited. I'm not saying it was bad, but like. It was okay. It, it, that, that's the thing. It was just okay. It was okay. It was not. You could have gotten me, the same point across in three yeah. black label issues. For me, it wasn't, it wasn't worth the wait, but, you know, that's just me. What is really worth the the? Yeah, I know for waiting. That yeah, like, evil yeah. that men do. Spider Man, Black Cat. That's fair. That's a good I'm, one. I'm still waiting on Low for that to finish. I'm still so. waiting on Battle Chasers. Yep. <laughs> and that will be worth it. No, it won't. I, I I'm so mad at Joe Mad. There's no way it'll. Oh, it'll, it. we're never getting Battle Chasers. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, but, I guess the whole point of this was that every universe has to center around or nexus around Superman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Jen? All right, so I didn't read any of the other ones. It's the only one I've read. That's, this is fine. Um, God. I really didn't like it, actually. <laughs> well, this recaps almost all the other 11 issues in this. Oh, okay. Well, then that doesn't bode well for the first 11 issues for me. Um, I I just... I don't know. I, it's it's long. I felt like I didn't... It's had so much and so little at the same time. I mean, I, I, I don't know who the kid. I, I, maybe I wasn't reading it. That's the kid that Doctor Manhattan. Remember when the the mime and the other have a baby, and he's like, "Well, don't worry, you'll see this baby some other time." He took the kid. That's the mime. He raised kid? the kid as Clark, so he's never. Doctor Manhattan's way of changing the universe now is he's going to raise himself a Superman. Okay. See what happens. He he seemed like he imbued himself into super into yeah. Clark into this version's Clark to see what what so, happens if that universe gets one of each or a but, combo. But of that's each. not like the main continuity universe. No. That's Watchmen universe uh, or a universe, a universe somewhere. Okay. Yeah. It seems I, I guess like it I got really hung up on how much does this actually impact anything that's uh, out there. I the, can see how it could have. I could see ish how it could have if everybody could have tied their book in like they were supposed to, and if this. it had come out on time. Yes, that okay. that that goes hand in hand. I cannot see how this can now. Yeah, the, like Anthony was saying, the 
it, it very much seems like every single metaverse or specific universe in DC starts with Superman. And it, it even says it, it begins with the child, the metaverse forms around this one and only son. And then it goes yeah. through a whole bunch of time periods. And it goes in this timeline moves forward. So a new multiverse within the metaverse forms. Then it goes, then Earth 2 forms because of the JSA. Basically, this okay. made every single thing that DC may have wiped out in the past couple of years continuity again. Okay. Yeah, because it always begins with Clark landing on Earth. Okay. And, that's, and it doesn't matter what time he lands, that's when that metaverse begins. Or that's when that universe begins. Yeah. Okay. Which, to be... Kind of really doesn't make sense because how is how is there years if there's no why is there a twenty one forty six if it doesn't matter until he's there maybe it creates it itself itself around him it's it's weird. that's what I think it is okay. I think it creates itself around it so it creates that universe around when he lands including its own past yeah I just I mean but then where did okay. he freaking come from okay I, it, in all honesty yeah I know it basically I, now is giving DC a future of get out of jail free car so they go nope it's all continuity now yeah. And it does seem like that a they they close up all the uh, the uh, the loopiness with all the yes. Watchmen being in our universe because okay. uh, Lex Luthor creates a, a gun yes. that that is specific to their vibrations, so, so it sends, sends them, them back. back yeah. uh, where so the comedian gets sent back immediately after he gets kicked out of the window, which was hilarious, which is pretty great. Um, I think the flaw with this book is, and this is partially, it was supposed to come out sooner. It coming out right when Watchmen, right when Watchmen just ended, did not help this book. Absolutely not. I agree. Because I'm reading it going, oh, but Watchmen, the TV series, is doing it better. Yeah. Yep. Especially when it was going through all of his different timelines, Mm -hmm. which I just kept on going back to, you know, uh, the Watchmen series, even though this is how they did it in, you know, in Watchmen. It was just better. It just, yeah, I just kept on wanting that experience Mm -hmm. versus this. I actually kept hearing it like that, like the voices and the sound effects and the score. I kept hearing it as a combination of the Watchmen TV series and the way he did it in the movie when he's like, you know, 1946. I kept bouncing back. I just, I don't think this benefited from coming out so close to the series, which again is partially because it didn't come out when it was supposed to. Exactly. Exactly. Um, It was okay. It wasn't worth the wait. Agreed. Yeah. I, I I agree. Um, I mean, I'm trying to figure out who these who this is that because uh, this is definitely in Doctor Manhattan's universe that 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 uh, that you know this this Doctor Manhattan or this Doctor Clark. Let's just go with Doctor Clark. Um, this Doctor Clark DC. is because it could be the the mime and the mm-hmm. uh, and the Harley, uh, yeah whatever their name is. Because it does have her hair, like it looks like it could be her, and the other guy maybe an older version of him. I don't know, um, but or maybe it's supposed to be older versions of them. I, I I that's the thing. I just can't think of who this is. But who you know who cares though? Because this is a it looks like a whole another just continuity. So <laughs> are there going to be more books? Uh, as far as we know, this who is knows? the last one. Yeah, this, this is supposed to be it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. For this, it felt vaguely like the start of a con- of a story. I mean, when you end with a kid on a porch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. I was just curious if they had already said like, "Hey, we're gonna," you know. I, I don't know if they are if they're gonna trust something like announcing anything before the entire series is in the can. That makes sense. 
<laughs> uh, I remember when this. See, this is the part where, because he's talking to the mime. Yeah. And like, you promised us our son back. He goes, you have a daughter on your way, on the way. Yep. Because, but as for your son, you'll see him again. I have a plan for him. He'll, you'll need to be his anchor. So I'm assuming that's their son that yeah, he took. Uh, yeah. And I'm assuming that's, th- that's them that he gives them back to. Yeah. Because they have a daughter at the end as well. So that's so. what i And she's the one who has Bobastis. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that's that. Exactly. So okay. So whatever. That makes more sense. Yeah, I was whatever. a little confused by that. Same. But um, uh, I bet this would have been good had you not been waiting for this for two years and you just now, like, let's right now, when they put the graphic novel up, pick up the whole series. Yeah. Uh, it, the, it did sell very well for us, though. I mean, we did sell out completely. Yes. Um, which is good, but it is still one of those, like, I wonder how the actual trade's going to go, considering, you know, because I know a lot of people were just waiting for it all to come out. I had a lot of customers that I talked to who were not happy with this. They're like, I'm just buying it because at this point I've already bought the other issues. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to translate to trade or I'm going to just bag and board this shit and just put it away and forget about it. Yeah, because maybe it'll read better all as one. Um, you know, like a lot of things do. A lot of them I've read issue to issue and I go, mm-hmm. okay, this is fine. And then Morning I read, glories. Yeah. And then I pick up the tray and it's just like, oh, this is great as a full, you know, full on read. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it'll be like that. But it was okay. It was, it was, this was stale. It was fine. It was a stale. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Mm. That's my rating. Stale. Agreed. And not the not good crispy. stale. Yeah. Not the good stale. <laughs> this one is a limp biscuit. Limp oh. biscuit. Yeah. Fair enough. This is like being left out in Florida with like 95 degree, um, you know, 95% humidity. Ooh. It is stale yet somehow not crispy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's a doomsday clock, at least for us. Um, normally we would have our Marvel minutes, but, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier. We're going to hold off for another week or two. Uh, we're going to wait for a couple more for them to come out and we'll have a, a big bombast episode of, of, of them? X-Men. Yeah. Of X-Men. Yeah. We'll talk about it's just five issues came out during our cross cast, which you guys know about. Yeah. And we didn't want to burden them with that. And then issues have come out since. So we figured since they're about to all hit their fifth issue, which is the wrap of their first arc, mm-hmm. we're going to do a big, a big, nice X-Men. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. A, yeah, a nice recap, X-Men you know what's going on. Yes. Uh, Dawn of the Crisp. Dawn of the Crisp. <laughs> uh, Dawn of the, uh, the Dehydrator. Uh, so we'll uh, yeah we'll we'll revisit it another week or so, um, and uh, we'll 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 make a spectacle of it versus trying to do uh, like what was it nine issues or something like that yeah. Uh, yeah in like five minutes so yeah <laughs> we'll take our time with it and plus these past few issues to, to pre warn you enough happens it wouldn't be fair to just give them six minutes for nine issues yeah it actually is starting to like pick up. All of them, even all of them, including Fallen Angels, which, miraculously, which sucks. Uh, <laughs> but I at least building. see the tunnel. Yes, I, at least I can see where it's going and what they what they want to do with yeah. it. So, uh, so yeah, we'll just uh, go on to the news. <laughs> crunch, crunchy, crunch. That crispy news. <laughs> New year, man. New sound effects. <laughs> uh, so let's start with uh, the biggest non-shocker of all. Uh, the Mandalorian has been renewed for a season two. Renewed and already mostly through production, apparently. Yeah. Uh, nice. Apparently it's going to come out in fall 2020. So that Ooh. is so that is a shock that it is actually going to come out within a year, which I like. Yes. Um, which, you know, you put Disney money behind it and talent behind it, and uh, you can do 10 episodes in a year. Yeah. There was no way, even. Well, it hurt, hurt, hurt them. It helped them that they were actually already in production when season three was starting to air. They had already started their production 
Um, three? Season three? Episode three. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They were already <laughs> well into production for episode three. Okay. Um, so that helped them because I think that they yeah. were like, this is what it seems like. So two months before Disney Plus came out, people were beta testing it and they could only beta test it with Mandalorian. Um. So it looks like they were also using that as a way of like getting early feedback. So I think Disney was very much like, do it. We want it out by this time. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And since it's coming out weekly, um, they actually do have some metrics before they Mm -hmm. renewed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unlike, you know, like The Witcher or anything or some of these other shows that they put out all at once. They either have to renew it beforehand, like with The Boys and Witcher, or they have to just wait a couple of weeks. But then, you know, how all that stuff goes. It's just Mm going to be now that means it's going to be a year and a half or something. Exactly. You'll have. This so, many years before Game of Thrones comes out. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's what they're going to go with. If 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 the executives see it and they believe into a show, if they believe a show, they will already automatically renew it for a second season. Even if the first season doesn't do well, I think it's already going to be renewed for a yeah, second yeah. season. Now, so luckily, if they, so if they have to cancel it, they're only eating like the production costs. Now, luckily, this two. was a great first season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, so we were uh, talking up front today a little bit, and I was saying, you know, I no longer look at. Um, at uh, uh, Gina Carano as the chick who was in a Fast movie or in oh, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, that is Kara Cynthia Dune. That is Kara Dune from mm-hmm. All Around. Oh, yeah, most that certainly. That is her fucking role. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it a little bit more later during our topic. But, uh, but yeah, it, I, I agree. I yeah. agree. She she went from, oh, great, she's she's in a Furious, you know, Fast and Furious yeah. movie. She's in this, you know, couple of bit parts. They're trying to rock her. And it's like, Dude. oh, no, she actually is. Mm-hmm. She actually does have the chops. Uh, yeah. Which is nice. It's a nice change. Uh, and then uh, let's see here. Ryan Reynolds confirmed that he is working on a Deadpool three, which not not a huge shock, but a little bit considering Disney and their 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 ways. But I, I know when they bought them, they said that they're open to R rated uh, yeah. stuff. So yeah, I mean, and, but it's I, I think especially how fast and hard Disney holds on to that like image of themselves that it. Until they actually told us that they were getting it, it was still a little like, okay, but are we going to get it the same intensity? I I completely agree. Same exact boat. I feel like it's not surprising we're getting Deadpool 3. I will be shocked if it actually is like the other ones. Agreed. However, as the recent comics have shown, you can kind of do Deadpool Deadpool with a PG-13. If it does it, which we don't know, then the movie has to make fun of that. Like I would, I would definitely see, or I could definitely see the movie making fun of the Disney logo. Yes, like it having the whole, the whole, you know, castle thing. You know, the <laughs> whole coming up to it, and then Deadpool like breaks the fourth wall somehow. He's riding on the boat. He's the one that. Oh, I hope he kills someone more in Mickey ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's, he, <laughs> he, 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 you see him lighting the rocket uh, <clears throat> to cause the fireworks, and a guy's attached to it. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see how much. I think this this movie will be a good indicator of how much they they'll let their new properties make fun of Disney and like Agreed. where the line now is. Now they I think that and Simpsons will both be a very good barometer. Exactly. exactly, you can see you know where they're willing to go. And the thing is, is for all of Disney's, we're a pure wholesome family. They're all about those dollars. Well, they yes. also used to used to own Miramax and Dimension. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're pure and wholesome. That's like on a level. On a level, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's it's their image. Yeah, but it, when I feel like Simpsons and Deadpool in particular are so much now associated with Disney and not like oh one of your fan, funny little side companies. There's the expectation like, people are waiting to see what Disney does with them. 
Even. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see if there's if they're going to release it release it under their Vertigo line. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's you know? the thing because they've also yeah. said that they do want Deadpool to be able to play with the other Marvel movies, and I'm like, we'll see. Because I I actually do think it's possible that you could release a rated R Deadpool, but then have him play in the PG-13 movies. And I did not think it was possible until the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon a couple years yeah. ago, where they had Deadpool in it with him. Oh yeah. And he's like, he had a they, he he basically he goes he goes some rodent put a chip in my head. And so I can't say he started convulsing and then Spider-Man's like, what killed murdered? He goes, yeah, I can only say unalive. So the whole joke of the episode was like, I'm going to unalive that dude. I'm going to unalive that guy's body right from his head. I'm going to unalive that dude. And then I'm going to take his arms and unalive those other two dudes. It ended up being funny. Cause yeah. it was like, so you probably could do your R rating and then he can mix with the PG 13 ones as long as he's aware. Yes. And Deadpool, I think is the perfect one because since Deadpool is, breaking the fourth wall Mm -hmm. he is completely aware of his surroundings and of us uh that they can absolutely play with oh i'm disney now he can actually even do a monologue or whatever you know he 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 can completely do whatever he wants instead of having that awkward divide between the audience and what's happening yeah he can bring us in and be like hey i see you and i know that you're that That you're wondering what you're wondering about this and this is how we're gonna do it and i can talk kind of talk and walk you through it yeah it'll be interesting transition i think the trick to using that will be to use his humor in fourth wall breaking a lot the way that remender did in uncanny x-men when deadpool was in it he broke the fourth wall a lot less he did in his own series and mm-hmm. his humor was there but it was toned down and what actually ended up happening is by Wade's mistake Remento turned Deadpool into the only actual hero on that team yeah he was the <laughs> only one who wasn't willing to kill a kid he and part of it was like he's like I can't kill a kid the audience is watching me you know, what the hell are you talking about but like <laughs> and he used it sparingly yeah. I think when they do if they let him mingle they'll have to use that sparingly or mm-hmm. it could get yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed, agreed agreed um and then uh for the i guess the last thing is uh wandavision got pushed up to woo, fall woo, 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 woo. 2020 woo. super excited oh about that gosh. it is i think uh <laughs> disney saw the bleeding from mandalorian subscriptions and was like well i mean i know they're already in production and everything but but i think they're i think they saw the writing on the wall Oh, uh, as the Mandalorian was going on, I'm like, crap, we don't have anything. Yeah. See, that's that's what I was curious about because once Mandalorian ended, there's nothing in the slots. I mean, there's the um, Obi Wan shows not till 21, I think. It doesn't start filming until late this year, so, so maybe late 2021. 20, oh, so maybe even 2022. So it might be pushed. I, I feel it's going to be 2021 regardless. Regardless. But. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so that's the only other Star Wars thing we've got looking at. And I'm then, guaranteeing you Falcon Winter Soldier gets bumped up too. Yeah, they should. It's I've, I'm actually very Especially surprised. Especially since they're filming right now. That because mm-hmm. origin they're not starting till early next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if everything stays the way it is now, we are not looking at any original Star Wars or Marvel content till next year. Till next year. Well, except new, yeah. new, new stuff new besides stuff. Wandavision and Mandalorian season two. So, because we're gonna get this year, we're oh, gonna yes, get WandaVision, yeah, yeah. And, but but no, but like now that know, they're pushing yeah, everything up, and now yeah, that yeah. they're announcing it, I think they're all realizing, oh wait. Well, part of it also is apparently but, they said that uh, WandaVision, because it's filming now at the same time as Falcon Winter Soldier. Apparently, they're turning in their episodes quick and getting it done, mm-hmm. which I think part of it's the mechanism of some of it's the sitcom. But I think Falcon Winter Soldier might have this. Apparently, Falcon Winter Soldier is racing through its production time as well. Yeah. Um. But that also comes with you got actors who know it. Yep. Yeah. You've got a crew who know they're actually using yep. some of the movie crew. So oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. We'll and then see. also Disney's also lost a bunch of their movies because they realized, oh, our contracts are still Home Alone One, Home Alone Two, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean One. Um, 
a bunch of other ones as well. So they're tied up in legacy contracts still. Yeah, uh, Disney put them Oops. on their service. They're like, oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think Disney knew. They're like, oh, no yeah. one's gonna say well, shit. Oh, they're saying uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that'll do it for the news. It was a very Disney heavy news <laughs> segment. <laughs> And that that brings us to our to us our topics. So since we were away for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, we had our crosscast. So we've been haven't really gotten to a lot of to to finish a bunch of things. Yeah, with you guys uh, listening to this. Uh, so we'll start off with the uh, the end of the Mandalorian. Loved it. Continue so this good. Disney train. Uh, yeah, it was really really good. Like. Like they nailed the ending for mm-hmm. me. They stuck least. the landing. Yeah. In ways I didn't even know I needed it yeah. Yeah. to be stuck. Yeah. I kind of assumed it was gonna be more of a cliffhanger than that. I Yeah. I oh. mean but I mean it is still cliffhanger. There's a lot of but new not, information, yeah, yeah. but at the same time way I was expecting more of like and that's Yoda's it. like off in space with the stormtroopers or something crazy. Yeah. But I, I much appreciate more appreciated what we got yes. and telling the full story rather than relying on a gimmick like that. Yeah. Uh, I did like how um, Jason Sudeikis and the other dude <laughs> were the... Uh, they were great. Uh, I can't remember his name because I'm terrible at yeah. names anyways. Um, uh, but but I loved how they were the, the bike troopers and yeah. just... Like that was... That I love them watching them try to shoot. That was, that, that was entire scene gag. was very clearly Taika Waititi because he was directing this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, that was just so him and it even every, starts you off with just like oh yeah this is this is Taika every time one of them hit baby Yoda I'm like you're gonna fucking die yeah <laughs> the uh, second city in Chicago uh, which is a uh, which uh, Jason Sudeikis is a is a graduate from was like listen we do not affiliate with him anymore he has <laughs> left uh, we don't even talk to him <laughs> it's part of his Wikipedia page oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's part of his Wikipedia he's page he's the person who struck fan favorite Maybe Yoda. Um, I will okay. say I loved IG Eleven beating that speeder with the trooper. Oh, oh man, I, IG I Eleven to, for the win. I think I said to you, Joe, via text. I'm like, I think most of the season. This is not a negative. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney played it safe with the violence. It was always off camera, or it wasn't mm-hmm. that violent. Yeah, you saw the quarrying get cut in half, but you really didn't see it. You just saw the beginning and the after. But this episode. IG-88 twisted that one dude's arm off and then beat that other dude into that line speed. And then from that point on, it was just wholesale people getting shot point blank right on yeah. screen. And like Set them on fire. people getting melted and their face mask getting hit so goddamn hard they were bursting oh. off. Like, yeah, like like him him getting beaten into the, into the, into the speeder bike was just fan service. Oh, yeah. Because we all hated yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon but, as he hit Baby Yoda, you're yeah, like, you oh, motherfucker. No. Yeah, but then seeing him beat his head against the thing, it's like, yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, everybody else, yeah, seeing the flame trooper get <laughs> inflamed. Oh, <laughs> my God. God. Which, by the way, I love that that flame trooper walked up with sw- such swagger. Oh, yeah. And then just got... Like, like, why did none of their guns work? Like, none of them wanted to aim at him at that point. Like, he's well, I get it. He's coming up with you know flames, but like lasers go through flames. They you know, showed us how good they are at shooting at the I beginning, know, directly <laughs> before it. And then a guy walks up with a flamethrower who still has to walk, you know, like twenty or thirty feet to to inflame you. You could just shoot him. Because then we wouldn't have gotten to see Baby Yoda do yeah, something I crazy. No. We some, know why. Some baby hand thing. <laughs> the baby hand thing. The baby the hand, hand thing. thing. Um, I, was, I, was saying to, I love that. Oh my God. Just <laughs> yeah. I was saying to you guys, I knew IG-11 had to figure in this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I did not expect it in the way that we got it. When he oh. came rip-assing into that town, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's not what I saw to protect and to nurse, to and, nurse protect. and protect. Sorry. The <laughs> best <laughs> line, my, my mission is to nurse and protect. <laughs> yes, it is, motherfucker. Yes. Um, and then it also showed that um, the Mandalorian, which we know is named now, or we do it before because he let it uh, slip during yeah. a, uh, an interview. But uh, so we know his name. And then Dean we also Jaren, s- yeah. And then we also saw his face, and you also got to see him. I actually think his acting's better with it on, with the helmet on, because <laughs> he has to do so much more nuance. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. even that, it's it's not him. It's it's mostly the the grandson of, uh, of yep. John Wayne. But yep. uh, <laughs> but I think I, I I did like seeing it because it showed his vulnerability. Of I I trust I trust you, not all droids, but I'm Just I'm making you. I'm making a step. Yeah, that's. You, yes. you know, you got my back. You're not, you're the droid I trust. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it made it actually heartfelt that he saw the one joy that he, that he's put his, you know, his faith in is saving him, mm-hmm. but he's also saying goodbye to it. Yeah. So I, I liked it a lot. I think out of all the ways they could have shown us his face, I think I appreciate that one the most. Agreed. Agreed. Where he's like, I'm glad he didn't take it off of the whole crew. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to really reveal myself. It was like a really like, yeah, they had to do it between two entities, like moment. Yeah. And it's still, it wasn't even what he wanted. It's still just, I'm no living thing. And he just takes it off. And I appreciate that it doesn't make him not a Mandalorian. Correct. Because he technically didn't break the code. I was going to say, I, I, that was probably one of the only moments that I was being nitpicky about. And I don't get me wrong. I did love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally okay (laughs) with what they did. But I was kind of hoping that they were going to continue the gag of us still not seeing his face. So I thought it would be great. He took the helmet off, but we were seeing it from behind IG-88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. So I, IG-11. IG-11, thank yeah. you, not 88. Fuck 88. <laughs> yeah, fuck 88, exactly. <laughs> 11 is where it's at. It's true. It is where it's at. Um, but ultimately, I thought that... I I was assuming they were going to still not show us his face. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you clever, clever bastards. This is so great, you cheeky bastard. And then, no, we saw it. And I was like, oh, it's still great. But like... I, I knew we were going to see the face just because you don't hire Pedro Pascal. See, yeah. For that, unless you're going to show him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I appreciate that they didn't, like, it wasn't a Spider-Man 3 but, show face. But it shows <laughs> to the credit, as Joe said, even though she didn't want it, it was she still enjoyed it was what still it was done. Still well done. Mm-hmm. I did like hearing the story about they couldn't get in. They didn't have enough stormtrooper armor. Yeah. So they actually got five of the local five of first brigade to come up and, and film with them. So yeah. I thought that was cool in order to fill out the ranks. So the armor is the best Mandalorian. Oh my god, she was the best. Oh yeah, the armorer mm-hmm. with her yeah. hammers, and she just <laughs> either she's the just... best or those stormtroopers were the worst. She's the best, Brian. No, she's because the they should have just shot her as soon as they saw her. She's Look. the best, Brian. They had to capture she's her. Wearing, uh, Beskar, isn't she? Yeah. They still finish. I don't know if she's wearing Beskar. I feel like she is at this point. I think she is all those well. other ones are dead. She's wearing the better yeah. armor. They still could have shot her. She, they yeah. shot all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wearing Beskar. Because <laughs> she had it all. Yeah. Go for it, Jen. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's good. Uh, I mean, no, that's I just. She was awesome. And we talking, you know, she was awesome. And we're talking more to your point about having a little bit more violence in this episode. Her messing those stormtroopers up. Fucking oh, yeah. Them. Wholesale just fucking up. watching those 
like armor like helmets just the, explode yeah the joe the jaws ex- just yeah. explode right off yeah it made me cool. feel like oh my god it's gotta be so painful to feel because <laughs> you, your your helmet took that impact and it kept going you know it's like oh. one of those, it's like one of those you know we were, you know we, everybody laughs because like really what does that armor do it doesn't stop it doesn't stop laser blast it doesn't stop ewok hits like not rocks it, not spears yeah exactly so it's like all right well you know maybe that was just a fluke and it's like no she's She's still messing up their armor. <laughs> like, yeah. What's it for? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I will say this to our other point about uh, Gina Carano, Cara Dune. Oh, yeah. I liked that they had a character. Not that she didn't, but she wasn't there for the kid. She mm-hmm. cared about the Mandalorian. That was her yeah. friend she was there for. And she cared about the kid because he cared about her. Yeah. But I like that I'm caring about this kid. I need someone to care about me yeah, yeah. I, I thought she did a great job conveying that also seeing a droid with fucking arms and legs oh yeah <laughs> seeing an astromech droid stand just up stand up <laughs> it's oh. like what's happening what but no she did a, she did, i even liked her in that scene where she's like what the huh? yeah 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 it she was, was yeah I, she was great uh she was great um it was all great. Giancarlo Esposito was great yep the way he did his monologue of i know all of your names not at a whole like I'm saying this just to let you know I've got resources. Yeah, and and the Mandalorian himself knows exactly who I am now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys know who the fuck I am. I know who the fuck you are. So uh, we're on the same level now. Don't run, because <laughs> I'm going to find you. Yeah. I do have a question. Yes. Okay. Maybe. So if Jedi Sith question. So if you use, like, being a Sith is more about, like, knowing things and being part of a group like yes. baby yoda's using all the dark side of his powers well it's not really well so far i mean well maybe, jedi maybe can not. also do force chokes that's true yeah okay <laughs> well can, i mean i'm from what i've seen or what i remember it's mostly just been darth vader with force chokes. Yeah, yeah 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 like using it Je- right now baby yoda's just an untrained force okay. user yeah the, the the force like as much as they it's it does convey like you know lightning is evil you know this is mm-hmm. evil um it really is it. It's how you use. It's okay. a, it's just like you know with everything. It's yeah. how you use it. Okay. So yeah, I mean yeah, he choked somebody, but he didn't under really understand what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's uh, just a force user right now. He's fifty yeah. years old. Maybe he understands exactly. Oh, yeah. what and maybe he does. <laughs> For all we know, we can, we're going to find out he's been able to talk the whole time. Right. He yeah. just chose not to. <laughs> he's yeah. It's gonna the the very start of like the the, the next season is like fuck that bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's him it's getting not... a cane and then slowly walking <laughs> around. <laughs> but it's not that like. Jedi can't force choke. Jedi don't. Yeah, they just choose not to choke. because that's okay. not the the light. There are some powers that are very much to other, but it's more so like force lightnings because you have to give a piece of your soul up for that. Like, but like for the most part, ba- force choke's a basic power. Just because mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, I force choke the shit out of people in Force Unleashed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like this episode uh, shows how to do fan service correctly. Yes. Versus not that not that episode nine didn't, but episode nine was so in your face with it. Uh, whereas this, you had to just know things like mm-hmm. uh, like uh, my favorite one, which was it's a creed. Yes, which, talking to you know Apollo mm-hmm. Creed himself. <laughs> it's like he said it, uh, and then also the dark saber. Like you either know uh, what that is or you don't. You have no idea. Yeah, you either know what it is or you have absolutely no idea. Um, I had completely forgotten about it. So when I first saw it, Joe, uh, Joe was like, "What? 
what the hell is that? And I was like, I think it's a vibroblade. And I was like, wait, no, it's not. No, no. I know what this is. I had completely <laughs> forgotten parts of Rebels. Yeah. Like, I, completely, you know what I had just, completely. I'm watching I had, Clone Wars and it just came up. Yeah, yes. exactly. Because of the show, it's been it's on there. I had just kind of done a refresher. Not uh, not that I actually watched Clone Wars Rebels a lot, but I decided, yeah. you know what? This would be a good time to watch the Mandalorian specific episodes again. Mm-hmm. So I had just done that. I'm like, oh, shit, the Darksaber. Yeah. And like, then, it, then, then them having it, not that, you know, Rebels and Clones wasn't part of the continuity, but seeing a part of the live action Now it's stamped. That all happened. That all happened. The, the Old Republic, at least some of it mm-hmm. has happened because that's where it came from. The very first Mandalorian But it ever. wasn't done, in a, like you said, it, was done yeah. right, it wasn't done where it's, it's being shoved in your face. He just uses it. And you go, what the hell is that? And he's and like, then you motherfucker. Then you do what most people did. was like, what the hell was that? Then you look it up. It's exactly what they did in the very first episode with the child. Yeah. It's it's literally leaving us in the same place it was in that first episode where everyone's like, whoa, they, there's baby Yodas? What is mm-hmm. this? And then look at and then really having to go dig and go, there isn't a lot of information. Yeah. Luckily with the Darksaber, there is. Yeah. Well, but then there there is and there isn't. There is about what it was, but now it's what the hell does this mean for the future? Right. Because this is mm-hmm. the fact that he has it means a lot of big deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, What's you could the you hell could English probably... was that it means a lot of big deal. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, it, it just it just infers like you know did he did he steal that off of you know which is probably what happened because he did lead the attack on on uh, on Mandalore. Uh, did he just take it from them, or is he Mandalorian? Or does that, because technically <laughs> the Creed, he is now the Mandalore. He is the one con- commanding the Mandalorian. He should be. They might not want to yeah. listen to him. Yeah, well, considering with the whole Death Watch stuff yeah. is, and all that other jazz That's another that cool happened. thing. It was, it was definitely fan service, but in the right way. We saw the Death Watch. Yes. But it also fit into the backstory of how things worked, and it wasn't shoved in your face. You either knew who the Death Watch were, or they were just Mandalorians. Uh-huh. And, it's, and it, you also realize that it's also at this point when this happened, they weren't really, they were still the Death Watch, but they were still following every, there was still the peaceful time. Exactly. They were rescuing they weren't the versus, Death Watch. they weren't the actual yeah. Death Watch, yeah. So I thought it was done very well, very tastefully. Uh, the fan service was great. If you knew what it was, it was awesome, which is, I think, proper fan service. If you service. didn't, it was still cool to see. It was see. still cool to see. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Cannot wait. Yep. Uh, and then let's move on to The Witcher. Toss a coin to The Witcher. That song uh, is blown up. It, Did you see the hip-hop the remix? Uh, no, there's I a club seen that remix one. that came out today. They put nice. it in Beat Saber, so you can <laughs> yeah. you can lightsaber your way through it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, The Witcher. So we talked about it briefly with our last episode with the Crosscast because we were just talking about the first mm-hmm. episode. Uh, so we've all seen it. We've seen uh, one through eight. We, I mean, I watched it all pretty much that same day. Same. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was again also. Fan service, very well done. Mm-hmm. If you know what the hell's going on, you know what's going it's on. It's great. If you don't, like Jen and, and, our, and our other friend Ryan, then you got Yennefer's boobs. It's booze. still great. Yeah. And, and they were wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we, Ryan and I, we, we talked about this, and there was like, because you know that it is such a big property, it means so much, and they've got already is so much established lore. It's a little, it was a little hard for us at the start. Yes. Because it was like, okay, am I supposed to know what this is? Or are you trying to be, like, mysterious? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what kind of hand-holding are you doing? Like, yeah. where where are we? Where are you like, leading me? Are we, are we totally in fan service and you think we should all know this? Or, like, are you, like, mm-hmm. surprising us all? Like, yeah. where on this scale? Carlos continued it and ended up falling in love with it mm-hmm. after episode three. Okay. And then he went and rewatched it, and he his thing was, like, 
this is a rewatch show. If you don't know, like if you know the world, then it's not so yeah. much rewatch. But if you don't know, you watch it to the end, you like it, and you go back and rewatch it. You go, okay, now I'm putting everything where it's supposed to go because now I know See, the yep. fruition of everything. Absolutely, I think I'm th- I think I'm with <clears throat> him because I think those first three episodes and I went, I had seen those, but when we were doing the crosscast, um, and I was very kind of like. What? <laughs> Almost. Uh, I wasn't quite there yet. But then sure. I went home yeah. and then yeah. I st- kept watching and I was like, okay, all right. And I, part of that is, you know, those three episodes. If you don't know the show or if you don't know the game and you don't know the books, it's very much like throwing you into that world. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it definitely does. And it, then it, yeah. they are throwing you in the world and it's not even like a linear time. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a complicated <laughs> like, world because the world of The Witcher is so... Cause, it's just complicated to I itself. really yeah. feel like one of the big things that I wish that had been the it's just a color grade difference or some between something the two timelines. between the two timelines because the Witcher himself and Yennefer and multiples of the mages don't age. Mm-hmm. It was very because we only see them. We the Witcher we never see age. We never see you Henry have Cavill. to just peg what time it is by what thing they've just what referenced. they're talking about yeah, what like, they're oh. referencing right. And I feel like in the first like when we were talking about it in the crosscast. Um, Jen caught in the very first episode yeah. the small little breadcrumb they left. <laughs> yep. And so she caught it way faster than I think most people who have never played the games or had never read a book. She caught on that it was linear, that yep. it wasn't a it linear was story. Linear, yeah. And I thought, I, like, I was like, mad kudos to you because I, I actually didn't catch it in the first episode. And I, I knew better. I just knew that that's what was happening. Yeah. Not... I- the, Not that they told you. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that I, th- I think the they think they they could have done better, but I understand why they didn't. Uh, Yaskier or Dandelion, if if you read the books, um, the the bard, like the entire timeline that you see of him is actually mm-hmm. like twenty years. Oh, right. Yeah, because, he's like his best friend. Because you see him. Friend? Well, because you see Ooh. him. It's it's at the it's at the very okay. least uh, like twelve or thirteen years because. They're already friends, or at least you know, somewhat friends. They just run into them, each other a bunch. Yeah, yeah. when he brings them mm-hmm. to to the party. Yeah, and that's when he the entire surprise happens. Right, and, the law of surprise. Yeah, the law of surprise happens, and you know that series already what eleven years old or something like that. Yes. eleven or twelve years mm-hmm. old. So he is he should be eleven or twelve years older than he was. And during he that actually one does age. Is, yeah, Yasker does age. Yeah, because he's a normal person. Mm-hmm. So I I do wish I would have seen more age from him but i get why because of the whole timeline thing i appreciated the clothing changes yes i did like that yasker went from the first the the linear beginning of toss a coin to your witcher and he was in clothing that was nowhere near as nice looking as the episode where you get to the gin yeah like i like and and multiple other episodes after that it was very like you could see the bounce back and forth in the clothing he was wearing yeah speaking of fucking clothing my big nitpick in this show. oh my god yes and i liked the show a lot as a person who makes costumers, costumes, one, Yennefer's real fucking magic was a curling iron <laughs> with those soft set waves. Two, I really liked Yennefer's outfits, except they were the only piece of costuming in the whole show that seemed of the modern current era. Mm-hmm. And not even the other um, um, sorcerers and sorceresses. All of them, while it was high fantasy, it all seemed of the era that Witcher took place. Yennefer's I keep saying this. I feel like I could see her costumes at the Met Gala. Yeah. And not a medieval Met Gala. Yeah. yeah just yeah. like leather and lace Met Gala. Totally agree. I, it no popped me other out mage had anything point. like that. And all the other mages, they, yeah, they all had high fantasy, mm-hmm. but it all seemed of that, that it's possible in that timeline. Hers, like with her laser cut leathers and special laser cut 
fox furs and like that. The the silhouettes that don't exist back Magic then. Magic is some crazy shit, bro. That's <laughs> great, but the shape shit. of her body didn't exist back then because it just wasn't. And which you see because no other woman. No other woman in the entire and series I, has clothing like that. And again, still beautiful even costumes. The royalty. Even yeah. does and that's not, where I went to. I went to the yeah. queen. Even the costumes and the queen's outfits were probably the most high fantasy of any female in that show, but it all looked like it was still of the era I that think Witcher the, took place. Actually, I think the closest is the royal person she's protecting. That's, I think, the closest to her actual clothing is. Yes. And even then, that was, what, 20 minutes of one episode? Yeah, and yeah. even then, though, it still it's looked still like it was just not, richer of that era. Right. It's yeah. nothing Preface, like what I have, Having said that, I still loved all oh, her. I loved it. She I wanna, looked gorgeous. They're doing an exhibit that they want to tour around. I want to go see her costumes. Oh, my God. I would totally So I can that. see him and also continue to bitch about them. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I agree with you. I like the clothing. But that pissed me off a little bit as a mm. person who makes costumes. And I'm in a historical fashion. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, hey. Hey. hey, these are other dimensions, man. Yeah. Maybe this is how this works. Which would be know? fine. I actually could justify if anybody else in the world was doing the same thing. Yeah. Because when I when I have those complaints to myself, I think to myself, look at other people. This might just be the fantasy realm. Because there are clothes in Lord of the Rings that could never be possibly made in the medievalish time. But also every elf you see wears similar clothing. I'm like, no, but that's that realm. Yeah, she's exactly. the only one. Yeah, she's the she's special. <laughs> Yeah. And she made sure she looked at She is the only one. <laughs> I, uh, I really yeah. loved a lot of the puppeteering in it. Yes. I loved a lot of how it wasn't just CG the monsters. The, the Striga, that's my favorite story out of all of the Witcher short stories. Beautiful. Yeah. And I thought that was so well done. It was so, it was just amazing. Like, Beautiful really, I loved it. monster work, but still the whole point was that she wasn't the monster. Right. Yep. Is all the fucking people who hired yep. her were the monsters. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I loved, I think the, uh, again, fan service. I think what they did well the best is that if you read the books, you pretty much already know kind of word for word what's going to happen. Everything. Because that is I've what you've watched the audio books. And I'm like, wow, it, it is, is literally based more word on the for books word. than it yeah. is the, yeah. the game. Because it, well. is, it is just they only have the books. Yeah. Or, you know, technically, you know. Yeah. Ooh, but boy, um, did they tiptoe to the line. But they absolutely did. And it was great. Because, but I think so, so people who love the book series already know, you know, are going to love this because they can now see it visually. Mm all the people if it, who if, if you've only ever played the games and never read the books you this is a prequel because yeah. all the games take place way after all of this so which i think you, i said to you so i think you know so I, since you know this you're like oh that's this person oh that's this person i get to see how they become what you know what so i've played with i had to ask brian multiple times while we were watching it did that happen in the game did that because I, I haven't I've literally only played like the the trial part of you know, the the tutorial parts of Witcher three in the so game, far. The yeah. Did that the happen game. in the game? Did did this happen in the game? I don't remember that happening in the book. <laughs> By the time we hit the game, so much of this, so many of these characters are already dead. Not even dead, or they're they're in the midst. The game itself is bringing them to the fruition of their Siri. Yeah. Siri, when you encounter her in the game, is. Well, she's awesome. She's also she's also grown. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's fully grown, and she. I, I think I said this to you. This is before the show even. When I, we first played it, I'm like, I think the Witcher in Witcher might be re- ultimately referring to Siri. That Siri <laughs> is the actual Witcher in the Witcher. Just kind of like how in Mad Men, I think Mad Men was actually about the women in Mad Men, not about... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when yeah, I played, yeah. After I played the third one, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the Witcher in Witcher is actually not about Geralt. It's about Siri. Yeah. Since because of her whole deal with not just well, but she is kind of the ultimate of everything. Oh, yeah. One of the books, he isn't even the main character of the book. You don't follow him around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that was. I yeah, think, yeah, I forget was, which one. I think it might be the second. Uh, one. I started. A, no, 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 no. It's like the the fourth one, I think. Yeah, I have uh, the first three on audiobook now because 
I wanted to break myself with the problem I was telling Did you Brian. start with this, the short stories? Yes. Okay, good. Because nice. they're phenomenal. Nice. I wanted to break myself with the problem I was having that I told Brian where because I'd only had the games, I have a mental stamp of the game. So I'm watching the show and nope, nope. And my biggest problem was Siri. I can't picture that actually she was good becoming the person I know from the games. Yeah. So I've been doing I've been listening to the books on audiobook to kind of just unstamp that a little bit for myself. Not working. Uh <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Understandable. So but still great show. Yeah, great show. I think it did uh uh well with its uh with its finale and its ending. Uh definitely uh sewed up some buttons, but then also very much left a whole bunch of stuff open ended. Uh, he, he met his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom's still alive. You find out she's a she's a mage. That's a fever dream. Ish. Well, uh, it's a fever <laughs> dream. As, as far as we know, uh, and so. Well, if you've read the books, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and and oh, so okay. yeah, so so you don't know exactly <laughs> where this is going to lead. I mean, if you read the books, mm-hmm. you do, but you don't know exactly where this is going to lead. And, and for what they've said, that this is going to be a much more of a uh, the second season is going to be much more linear. Because they're yeah, gonna that, go. this, this gimmick they were saying was for this season because of what they wanted to do. It yeah. makes sense because of him meeting Siri at the end of it. Exactly, it, it does actually completely make sense as to why it wouldn't be because the short stories are the only part of it that's not linear. Yeah, yeah. And, so oh, go for it. Oh, no, no, go for it. I was just gonna say they uh, they actually do a very good job of just showing, not telling you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like all of his like the black eyes, uh, him drinking the potions, um, him. Like a lot of the stuff, they don't yeah. actually tell you what it is because it's not important. Mm-hmm. You you see you see it happening. It's important that you're going to learn it in the world. It's yeah. not important for them to go. And now, yeah, this is this. But that I think that's going to come to the forefront in the second season because uh, Siri is probably going to ask about it. So Siri well, will be us. She'll have to. She'll have to. So she'll so she'll be us, and so we're going to learn. I think through showing, not just strictly telling mm-hmm. you in the second season, which is great. One change I actually liked that I did, and I. Actually, read an article as to why they did that, and I when I read the article, I had figured that's why they did it. When they read the article, I'm like, oh my god, that that is why. Is knowing what I know because of what I know from the game, and it looks like the book is the same as far as series character. I knowing what I know she is, I actually thought it was smart that rather than sort of go through that explaining that, they just gave her a power she doesn't actually really have the the lion scream to explain. She's not a regular normal person in this world. She is something different. Yeah. Her having the elder blood is very exactly. is, is exceedingly needed for And for I thought that was a good, good shorthand to go. She's not a regular person. She's not him. She's something different because I since I know what she actually because I thought that was a good for the season one shorthand for the audience to go, oh, why is she different? She's different. I really liked the lion scream thing too because you because it shows that time had passed as well. Mm. And I thought that was an interesting thing to not just say that she frosted that area. Yeah. It was her powers. Like, no, time had passed when this happened. Yeah. And, and those guys completely got what they deserved. They did. They A thousand percent. Did. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I get it. You know, you had you, you you were forced to do so, you know, play with her or whatever when she was princess or whatever. Wasn't but like, fault? that's not her fault. That's not her problem. She's she's just a person. She's just a kid even. You're going to rape her? And this is not even going into <laughs> what I know what? about her. She wasn't even a bad kid. And this no, is not even going, just what, what they show you in the show. Yeah. She was just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Her grandmother might have been, but that, that, that has nothing to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> I do truly I appreciate the whole, uh, her grandmother is the reason that destiny messed with them is bad. Oh yeah. Yep. Purely from being a bitch. <laughs> like that's really like just being an yeah. asshole yeah. is fuck what with, happened. You fuck with destiny. Destiny fucks right? you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like that was like pretty much the yeah. entirety of, mm-hmm. of season one. Oh, you don't believe in destiny. Oh, well, well that's it believes fine, in you. Cause it believes in you. Because... Also no fucking law of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm going to start taking that from people's payment. Yeah. Yeah. Law of surprise. <laughs> Go play the lottery tomorrow. Go for it. <laughs> Fucker. 
but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I, I, again, looking forward to season two. It's great. It's it's very much. That's one I have a feeling we're probably not getting until uh, very late. They already renewed it before it even premiered. So they I, are. I, I only think I know he has three movies yeah, he's working know, on this year, and I'm like, oh. But he does love this series, so... Which you can tell. And series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Interesting uh, side note, did you see that the people with iPhones are having problems with the show? Oh, yeah, because of Siri. Because of Siri. <gasps> Sometimes it sounds like you're saying, hey, that, and it, especially people who are watching it, it picks it up and starts freaking the That's fuck out. the best. I never had it happen to me, but... I didn't have that problem, but... Then again, my Siri it. activates whenever the fuck it wants, so... Yeah, I say mm-hmm. sir all the time. It's <laughs> yep. just like, yeah, what, what's up? What's up? Uh, so Mine yeah. responds when I go, hey, Alexa. And then it goes, yes. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for The Witcher. And then uh, lastly, uh, Joe and I, uh, we have not personally seen the new Harley Quinn show, the, the yes. cartoon. Uh, and so specifically because this week was very Disney and Marvel heavy, mm-hmm. uh, I would like if you guys to explain it to us because we don't have the service and we'd like to know a little bit more about it. It is truly, and I hate to say this because I don't know if the movie will be mm-hmm. a fantabulous emancipation of Harley, <laughs> Harley Quinn. Quinn. Of the one Harley Quinn. The entire <laughs> plot is about her breaking up with Joker and trying to become her own woman. Nice. Yeah, it's everything you could want from... Harley Quinn becoming her own person separate from Joker. And nice. it's so And she's not good at it. Fucking funny. And she's, she's not. terrible at it. She's actually terrible. Yeah. But this week's it's episode really a struggle for her. was about how like Poison Ivy Flatter calls her out. She was so you're still hung up on the Joker and you're trying to prove to him that you're as good as you as you want her, to be. And she's like, Yeah, she goes, So you haven't grown at all. Her she's whole like, oh, goal shit. of yeah. the series is to join the Legion of Doom because she knows that the Joker only the only person the only people the Joker even vaguely respects are other people in the Legion of Doom. Uh, so she wants to get there so she can be like fuck you asshole. I'm just <laughs> as good as I like. But the whole show like every oh. character not just Harley and not just Poison mm. Ivy every character is so fully fleshed out. Absolutely. Dr. Psycho is his whole his whole reason for being on the team is cuz he called one woman the c-word. And apparently that's the <laughs> yeah. one thing that the villain can't do. Isn't so he's on our team. Um, you have I... my favorite uh, Clayface, who is an actor. <laughs> and he talks like this. And this episode was great because he gets his arm chopped off. And his arm turns into a little baby version of him. And Gordon captures him. Was that like the voice of um, the guy who does Spongebob? <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and, and there's a weird thing where like Gordon's wife is cheating on him. Because according to him, he goes, well, I guess you just lay on top of her and stare at her deadpan with lifeless eyes until you finish. She's going to find someone else. That's actually Gordon's line. Nice. So the baby marriage counsels it. Yeah. Uh, they become friends. They become friends. And there's a whole thing. But every episode, she does learn a lesson, and it doesn't feel heavy-handed or forced. And it doesn't feel like, like oh, and the moral of the story this week, children, is that you shouldn't leave your friends in the in jail. Like, not this <laughs> week's, but last week's was, um, she thought the Joker created her. Okay. Yeah. And she learned in her, or she went into her mind, it's very being John Malkovich, and it was great. <laughs> um, she Because while they're in her mindscape, Poison Ivy's landlord's trying to burn their bodies alive. Um <laughs> Because he thinks they're dead. Because uh-huh. they're all wearing shirts that say Suicide Squad. Because uh, the Suicide Squad keeps trying to get Harley to join. She's like, oh, I don't want to join this stupid team. So he thinks they all committed suicide. That's pretty great. So you find she finds out in her mind, she goes, oh, shit, I chose to jump. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He didn't push me. I made myself. I am Harley Quinn because I am Harley Quinn. And Joker's like, no, 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 but it's still me. She goes, it's not. He goes, 
this isn't eternal sunshine and spotless mind rule. She goes, it's whatever rules I say it is. It's yeah. <laughs> and my favorite part about that is like towards the end, they all hug and Clayface goes, oh no, I am hard. And they're like, ew. He goes, no, not an erection. I'm on fire. <laughs> and then they're like, oh shit. He said he has on fire. <laughs> uh, the whole show, uh, Kaylee Cuoco does a great job. Yes. Okay. Um, Actually, the whole they they've got some really amazing people on this cast. Doing Alan Tate kills work. it as everybody. Yes, I yeah. love King Shark. I got I forgot. Oh my god, King Shark! King Shark. So he's this like he's this nerd, touchy feely. Like he's a nerd. He's like, hey, I got he's, the computer. I'll set you guys up <laughs> on the like website. And, yeah. and he doesn't do good with blood. And there's there's two great moments in this episode. One. <laughs> He goes to like he's doing the heist. He goes, "Thank you, Harley, for not just using me for my my chomping abilities and for realizing I'm a tech whiz." And he walks into the security booth and then bites the security guard's head off and then hacks into the system. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, he, he's captured, and put in prison, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Now you know if you ever bring me a subpar toilet wine again, I'm gonna kill you and I will kill you bad." And then someone uses an insult he doesn't like, and he goes, "Oh, insane. they call him. Look at the new fish." And he's like, what have I told you? And he starts screaming. He's like, I will murder every one of you in your sleep. He goes, thank you for breaking me out, Harley. I will murder you. (laughs) Uh, This week they had a reference in it just for you, Joe. They're pulling off a heist. Well, for the two of them. Actually, for all of us. Uh They're pulling off a heist because they're going to steal Batman's invisible um, bat cycle. (laughs) And her plan to get it out is to, and I quote, fast and the furious it by driving it through a bunch of buildings until they can land it safely. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's uh, everything. Doesn't work, by the way. Oh, no, it should never work. That's not how physics work, even in cartoon worlds. But even the stuff not involving Harley Quinn, like this week, kind of explored yeah. um, Dr. Psycho and his son and his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. That was great. How does that work, sexually? I love that. Not great. Not great. His ex-wife is... It's Giganta. Giganta. Oh. <laughs> and Dr. Psycho is four foot four. Yeah. <laughs> not even. Maybe three foot two. Yeah. Oh, she's two he's big enough that... Poison Ivy can hold him like a baby. Yes. <laughs> we know. <laughs> what she did, she goes, oh, look at little baby pussy bitch. That's what she says to him. And he's like, put me down. Uh, I feel like the whole, the point of it is, is it is, it is ridiculously funny. It is vulgar. It is violent to a degree. I was not, I was not expecting okay. on any level. Um, but, but it's it, also it's, so clever. It's really, but the thing is, is, it could be like a stupid, like, fart joke like show uh-huh. but it's not that it's they're very clever about what they want to say and what they want to do and how they want to portray their characters that it really and every character yeah has a fully fleshed out interaction with themselves yes nice like you only see bane in one episode but i know who bane is oh yeah yeah nice. like he and he's a great but they even have like they have um they have a character called the queen of fables mm-hmm. who was a, a fairy tale themed supervillain that the justice league because she was – basically the point of it is like because she was a female supervillain, they're only allowed to hit a certain glass ceiling. And so rather than put her in Arkham, they trapped her in the U.S. tax code. And now she does tax law. So there's a great part there where Harley's like, yeah, it was really sad. Like at one point she just looked at me and said, I got to go to the bathroom. There. I just did it. <laughs> right here. And, she, and then like she goes, so yeah, that was really sad. And then Poison Ivy's like, so that's what you took away from the chain-smoking – tax book in the trick turning gingerbread man just yeah 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 and commit some more heist yeah. so it's a very clever show and it's really kind of heartwarming actually it really yeah. is how many episodes has there been so, so far, far eight or nine no six 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 oh there's gonna be ten total though I thought there was gonna be thirteen or thirteen <laughs> <laughs> so Jed how many episodes are there <laughs> right now there's six episodes okay I thought, I thought we were looking at twelve or thirteen you episodes. might be right oh you are right thirteen I, I looked it up for Josh I think yeah oh and Damien 
Oh, so the what? show sh- pisses all over oh, oh. itself. That's pretty great. Like Damien has a little bitch kid voice. But even then, you know who Damien is as a character. Yeah, uh, like you know, on- Gory. Like every everyone who like cameos oh, on yeah. that show. Uh, there's an ongoing joke about Batman having sex with bats. That's what all the villains think he does. Well, it's it- all Harley, Harley well, Quinn. Every time Harley Quinn mentions Batman. She yeah. also has to mention that he has sex with bats. And he's like, I, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you do. And then he, he never gets to fully correct it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did She's see. She's creating that narrative for him. Yeah, because I did see uh, there was a clip on, I think it was on Facebook, where uh, Harley Quinn breaks into the Batcave she get, and she pants herself. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's just hanging there yeah. while, while Batman's like, well. I see you've made it in. <laughs> <laughs> so you press the button. Well, and then, yeah. but, but then while she's hanging there with her ass crack showing by her pants, is when like an actual deep existential conversation yes. yeah. happens yeah, in the show. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. both of them realize like what their relationship with other people is right now and what it really needs to be. Exactly. And what it should have always been. And should have, yes. And yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. in the wrong and that you shouldn't, even like, even if you're a villain or like this mysterious crusader, you have to have human connection. Yeah. And then like, she's just like, all right, great. And then, like her pants give way and she falls. Yeah. So. <laughs> but the, like that whole sequence is great. The whole yeah. show, it's kudos to DC. This is what you should be doing. Yes. I do worry it's going to not See, help the movie. But I feel like they've done something similar with Doom Patrol. I feel like I can kind of put it into that category Agreed. Agreed. of things that they know, like they've been able to pull off. Is, I, I, and like really DC needs to embrace their ridiculous yeah exactly is that what I think it is like, exactly. like as much don't as Marvel, apologize for it yeah exactly like as much as Marvel does fall into the ridiculous they really don't Marvel really mm-hmm. is kind of like kind of straight laced yeah um with the exception of Deadpool, we'll see where that goes. But like Cap is very kind of straight laced. Like the most of the Spider Man is Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man, Spider Man. Like they're all like you'll never see in a Spider Buggy for the weirdness of like outer space and yeah. whatever. It is still very grounded in our reality. Yes. yes. Yeah. Agreed. Whereas, Whereas yeah, like, like like DC, like their their most most recent stuff, like mm-hmm. Aquaman and Shazam, have very much embraced the well. I'm, I'm a dude who could talk to fish. I could swim in the Push water. It. I'm but a kid who turns into an adult. Yeah. Push that. Exactly. Yeah. Embracing that. And so I think that they are, and I think they're learning that. I think they, I really do. And I think it helps that their best performing franchise parts have been. The those, weirder the ones. The weirder ones. Exactly. Zany ones. And yes. Yeah. Zany. It, and even the, uh, even the TV shows like, like Titans is really kind of hardcore for kind of no reason. Uh, <laughs> but then you've but, got Doom but Patrol. But then you have Doom Patrol. Yes. Um, you've got Flex Mentallo on there. You've got... Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then even when Legends you did... Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, even, yeah, you have Legends of Tomorrow. Even when you did Swamp Thing, that mm-hmm. was still kind of went into like Swamp Things. Yeah. Like as ridiculous as Swamp Thing can get. Dude, at some point the Blue Devil shows up in Swamp Thing. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and he's an actual Blue, Blue Devil? Devil demon. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I think... DC just needs to kind of embrace it. That's where your avenue the is. The Snyderverse type yes. stuff. Exactly. They need to. They need to get away from that. Mm-hmm. Personally, me personally, yeah, I think absolutely. that's what they need to do. Like, like Arrow and the Arrow entire Arrowverse has shown. Like, yeah, they could do some pretty great stories. But you know, then like one day, you know, then one of the episodes, he's actually shooting a boxing glove yep. on a, on an arrow. You know, <laughs> like he's he's going into embrace that. your craziness. Yeah. I want to see the Harley Quinn's cartoon cartoons version uh, get more of. It's it's Superman is hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, you yeah. see him once, and he's, he's him and Lois are bad. great. I think he's one of my favorite interpretations. Yeah, because like, he's just he like, hey, what's like, up? He's just like, hey, what's up? Because like, you know he's a man that no one can really touch, and yeah. like so he and comes so he into a situation like where Lo- uh, 
Lois is being held captive, and he basically starts talking about how like so, hey, how ambitious the, the price point on the Daily Planet's paywall is, especially <laughs> yeah, when it doesn't like, include the crossword, which speaks Harley's to me like, as somebody who used to have a New York Times. Yes, because <laughs> like, Harley makes a joke like like because Lois says, "Yeah, you didn't read that article." Wrote? She goes, "No, there's like a paywall." He goes, "See, Lo, I told you." He goes, the paywall is such a barrier. It's very ambitious. It's such a barrier because it doesn't even include the crossword. And Harley's like, it doesn't include the crossword. He goes, see? (laughs) And then he he, he goes, Lois, you got this? She goes, yeah, I got this. He goes, okay, dinner later? She goes, yeah. Sushi? And then like Harley's like, no, I'm going to kill her. She's like, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what's happening here. But like his interpret, because that's how he is. He walks in, he's like, I'm super, I'm. Sorry, yeah. Harley I'm Quinn. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, none you, of you. You know, none you, know, of you. you know who the half I am. Come on, yeah. <laughs> and it's really good. And You're Batman's people, <laughs> and even then. <laughs> so, it, but his interpretation is great, and in that that exchange is like that's peak Superman. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Superman I want to see. Yeah. Nice. That's Tyler Hoechlin Superman. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I like know? it. I like it. All right. Yeah. Well. uh... Right. I'll, I will I'll, get I'll you my to login maybe. for my account, and you can watch it. And maybe. you can next episode maybe tell us uh, what you guys think. Maybe, maybe I have to finish Psyche. They came back with a new season, <gasps> so yeah, I know that was. Okay. I thought that'd make you happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, the Harley episodes are very quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they are. So yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll definitely check it out, right, Joe? I'm down. Yeah. Cool. Down right. pound. Down to clown. There you go. Down to she's clown. A clown. Uh, so yeah that'll do it for this week's episode then bringing it into 2020 snap into a podcast (laughs) it's very crispy it is very (laughs) very very crispy crispy. Uh, so yeah as always though we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics powered by friends of 2000 Brigade 2000 Brigade is awesome check them out we also have our sister podcast that you heard last time which is Taste of Dragons yeah uh, you can catch us <laughs> online right there, Anthony. Yes, mm-hmm. at for now Tater Talk ninety three. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. baseball podcast is killing us. Yeah, I know. We're gonna we'll, we'll probably we'll probably f- flex Metallo into our uh, crispy business yes. side. We'll, let's just make sure that also is available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> they actually just talk about different ways you could fry a potato, like you know. Yeah, I'd listen to that. I would listen to that. I, would, I also want to crush them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us. As always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. So long. Crispy, crunchy, crispy, 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 crispy. That's how we're gonna get into it. It's the crispy business. Oh, it's the crispy business. Too crisp, too crunchiest. <laughs>